Hi there, and welcome to the Men Inside Show, the place online where you discover everything you need to know about men. And welcome to the Men Inside Show podcast, where we talk to different men about what's in their mind and heart, where we put them on the spot and really try to get to know them. The dreams, their fears, their hopes, desires, and views on women and relationships. And as usual, I'm your host, Anna Rova, a digital nomad traveling the world and the male soul hunter. And today I'm recording for you from Barcelona, the beautiful city of Barcelona and behind me you can see La Rambla which is one of the famous streets here I'm here for a couple of months and I'm really enjoying the city and this is an introduction to the last episode of season 3 which is MIS 41 um, and that's with the charmer the very charming guy from uh, UK and um, we talk basically about charm and what it is to be charming, what it takes to be charming and how people have it naturally, how people have to learn from it, uh, about it. And we also talk about how, uh, you know, women recognize real true charm in men and uh, charm that is kind of like um, very artificial and superficial, so to say. Uh, Jay is a really, really cool guy, very attractive, very charming. So I think you're going to find uh, a lot of interesting things from this episode and you will enjoy it thoroughly. And yeah, as I said, this is the last um, episode of season three and possibly uh, the last uh, episode of uh, the Men Inside show. Um, I am on a journey of probably um, stopping the show until until next time and we'll see when that is going to be but for now uh, please enjoy the episode and let me know what you think about the episode and what you learned and because jay is a darling so hopefully you enjoy it and i'll see you on the other side bye so today we talked to the charmer whose name is jay cruz and i would like to welcome jay on the show hi jay how are you I'm very well, thank you, Anna. How are you doing? You okay? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you for being on the show. And before we get into this episode, which is called The Charmer, let me give you, uh, let me give the audience a little bit of a background. So how, how I know Jay, Jay was actually recommended to me by Brendan, who I've interviewed on the show a year ago, and who is the Wonder episode. So go ahead and check that out. Jay is a great guy, and he said, sorry, Brendan is a great guy. And he said, hey, why don't you interview Jay? Because he's such a cool guy and I, was, and I was very interested. So we connected and um, as I have discovered, Jay has an incredible story and believes in something really cool and calls himself the producer and distributor of organic energy. And he's also an entrepreneur and a sales coach and he's gonna tell you his story himself. But first I'm gonna read his profile. So this episode is called The Charmer. Jay is 28 and he's British, which uh, I'm, I'm sure all the women would love to hear your British accent because <laughs> we find it very sexy for some reason. Australian and British accents are uh, very sexy. Well, I, so. I can understand why. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just say a couple of words, you know, I don't even have to, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just like. That's right. You just, just talk, yeah. say whatever comes to mind. <laughs> all the women yeah. would be like, okay. Cat, breathe. Yeah. That's bye. right. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you are British and on your bucket list you have, your bucket list is basically to just have enough stories to tell when you're old, which I love, and your motto is don't let the world happen to you, go out there and happen to the world. And some additional benefits, uh, you say that underneath the smooth charismatic business figurehead is a deeply caring and compassionate soul who is proving every single day that chivalry is not dead. I almost shed a tear when I read this. 
So you, but you said something really important here, which I think, uh, you know, some of the women, including myself at some points in time in the past, have thought that, you know, chivalry is dead and we're all the great men. So what is this? Why are you saying that, you know, you're proving every day that chivalry is not dead and your know, chivalry is like the knighthood, you know, because it's all in the medieval times and it's connected to knighthood. So how, how do you see chivalry in today's world? Well, I think chivalry is, it's a concept that's been, you know, I think almost ripped apart, you know, as in people look at chivalry and it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's a matter of you got to walk a girl to a car, you got to, you know, um, go out of your way, you got to make sure you open doors and all this kind of stuff, right? And I think, yeah, there's, there's an aspect of that. But I think the whole idea of chivalry has been lost in, term, in terms of its rawest form. Because chivalry, um, historically, and you, you pointed this out um, in the days, you know, medieval times, it was about protection. <laughs> Right. That's what it was about. And in those yeah. times, women needed to be protected, just like a lot of people did, um, because you had the class mm -hmm. system and you had, you know, okay. chivalry is about protection. It's about spreading good vibes. Well, we say that now, but historically it was just standing for what's right, you know. Um, but I think now, you know, more than anything, it's, it's, it's about caring. It's about being compassionate, caring. And, you know, you can be playful and stuff like that, but just looking after people, you know, mm. whether they be women or men. Um, and obviously when you're in the context of women, it's about respecting them. I think respect is a huge, huge thing because if you respect something or somebody, then you're naturally going to be, you know, making sure that you look after them, of course. Um, but also now, you know, if you try and look after women nowadays, they're like, oh, I don't need looking after. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying chivalry can't be what it used to be. Because I it see. used to be about so, protection. So it's it's technically how you see it and how I, I agree with you is like a modern take on chivalry, which was knighthood in the past, but now it just, you know, we don't have the armor and we don't need to fight well, sometimes, but it's basically a modern approach to knighthood and chivalry, which is caring, protection and spreading. I love that, spreading the good vibes. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> which now, is awesome. Yeah. Now it would be, but you, yeah. Yeah, you can't imagine a knight saying spreading the good vibes, you know? <laughs> Yeah, know. motto, spreading the good vibes. Yeah. But yeah, I, lo I love the definition of yours. So uh, thank you for being, you know, the spreading the good vibes and being, and being a, a promoter of chivalry nowadays. So that's awesome. Okay, so we're going to talk today about charm and uh, we're going to get into the first part of the interview of, you know, we're going to talk to you about charm and you mentioned a couple of books and you are the distributor of organic energy. So I'm really uh, excited and looking forward to hearing what you got, what you have to say. And you really uh, sent me a message message which I found amazing where you said that you know uh, being genuine and being who you are and uh, without any facade is is the most um, you know attractive thing and is, is the most magnetic thing and to be honest with you once I got to the conclusion but I tried to live my life like that as well everywhere on the internet whatever and it has done wonders for me so but we we're gonna get into that so but I want to start with the first question which I ask all men on the show and uh, which is the what do you find attractive in a woman Jay? I find attractive a woman, um, and it, it links to you know me talking about being genuine, which I'll get to a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that genuineness and, and knowing that a woman isn't putting up a facade, I think that's important. But somebody who knows themselves, you know, knowing yourself is very important. It's important generally in this day and age. But a woman who knows herself, who you know has insecurities like we all do, but deals with them mm -hmm. in a classy way. You know, <laughs> in a grounded way. Like, has we've all got issues. You know, that's the bottom line. Like, I, yeah. I should know. And I'm, you know yeah. <laughs> we've all got issues. Um, but it's dealing with them gracefully. It's dealing with them gracefully um, without, you know, the fact is, if, if you're going through a tough time, I'll give you an example. I've had, you know, girlfriends in the past 
um, and I've been with women in the past who, you know, they want the world to know about it. They want everybody to know about it. If they're having a bad day, everybody needs to have a bad day. And when you ask them, I mean, they're not bad people, you know, by heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you ask them, you're like, you know, why are you, this isn't really about you, it's about other people now. And they'll be like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was doing that. When really you should have that awareness, you know? If you're having a bad day, go home, lock yourself away, and come back out when you're when you're fine again. There's no there's no real reason to make other people feel bad in your presence, you know. So I think that's important in terms of having an awareness. Um, and this comes and links to me believing in spreading good vibes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately it's a woman who knows herself and is classy and graceful in how she approaches life, um, and how and is very mindful of other people. Mm-hmm. You know, Love very that. caring mm-hmm. and compassionate in terms of how she affects other people and how other people affect her, and under, an understanding and an acute awareness um, of how that you know it, it's very much um, it, it, it's something that can spread very easily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's infectious. Yeah, um, being aware of that, and you know, going like just having respect for people, like going out. You know, it, it, I love that in a woman, a woman who's classy, graceful, and has respect for people and has respect for herself. You know, classy. so she conducts herself in a way, and then she's caring enough to behind the scenes, she's not much different. You know. Um, yeah, it makes absolute sense. I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I love that definition of yours, which which is great. And I think a lot of women are still. Uh, trying to figure out how to do that, but it's a beautiful journey to get to that place, and you know it's uh, yeah, awesome. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> okay, well, no, so I, I, sorry, just a quick point on that. I think um, it's important for me to add. It's mm-hmm. like because I, I don't believe in this whole you have to find yourself. You know, go into the desert for forty days, forty nights <laughs> to, find out who, to find out who you really are. You know, and things like that. Um, I think ultimately it comes down to yes, you're on a journey. We're all on a journey. You know. And it doesn't have to be this whole philosophical thing of digging deep and you know mm. being lost and stuff like that. Mm. I think more it's just about you know just dealing with the fact that we're all going through changes, okay? But being sort of grounded enough to understand, hey, so what? You know, yeah, we're, we're changing, we're growing. Let's not get up down about it or you know think, oh, I don't know myself. No, no, no. Just knowing yourself constantly Wait. on a daily okay. basis, incrementally, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, that, tell us a little bit about your story. Like, who is Jay Cruz, and how did you come to all of that understanding? How did you come to the, you know, the organic distributor, of, the distributor of organic energy, and your whole yeah. take on charm? Yeah. So I, I think it just starts off. I mean, as a kid, I was, you know, my, my bro, obviously I didn't know much about what I did, but I believe um, the key thing is. Like as a kid, you don't. If you really observe kids, some people gravitate towards. Some kids gravitate towards building stuff, pulling stuff to, uh, apart, pulling it back, putting it back together. Leonardo had an eye for uh, for for uh, sort of real uh, sort of focus, you know, on attention. He, he loved attention, but he loved detail, finer detail. And as he grew up, we understood why this was the case because you know he put his energy behind that because naturally he was drawn to that. Me as a kid, okay, I was naturally drawn towards. Just, I wanted to just make people smile. That's what I gravitated towards. And my brother, who I respect, he's a businessman himself, um, successful, and he, he always talks to me about how, oh, when you were a kid, yeah, you know, everybody used to love you because you used to just mm. be this genuine ball of energy that everybody wanted to be around. And I'm like, that's a great trait to have, I love that. And I've carried that through all my life. Um, so, and I guess as I grew up, I realized instead of, you know, beating myself up, because, you know, we've all done this, about the things that I lack in terms of, you know, attention to detail sometimes, or mm-hmm. you know, numbers and you know, admin and things like this. My 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 gift, if you like, 
was to go out, meet people and spread that energy. And through that, I was able to begin climbing the ladder of life, so to speak, meet the right people, make the right connections. And I lacked a lot of things, you know, in terms of not very, uh, you know, detail orientated. And as I've talked about admin and stuff like that, okay. you know, my mind doesn't work that way. But I still managed to spread that energy. And I realized that's what it was about. It was about exchanging that energy um, and being true to that and, and genuine to that, you know, not not really caring about what you're going to get from people, but just willing yeah. to spread so, that, that so it looks like you know like i read a couple of hours it looks like charm is really like people you know it's very interesting how there are so many tools out there that teach you like how to be charming networking but the most successful people i mean people achieve success and have a lot of money but the most who are admired and really liked are those who are very genuine about it you know like people have this thing i think intrinsically in them inside that can feel the false um you, you know, the false connection, the forces behind it. And when they meet someone who's just open, mm -hmm. who's just there and, you know, who is a charming person is somebody who's just, you know, who's just there with you, who who doesn't care about getting something from you. And I think this is what you said is, is it's all about now. It's all about giving, you know, it's all about being there for people and not thinking, what am I getting to get from this person, <laughs> from this person, you know? And once yeah. you get, and I absolutely understand, like I am myself like that and I don't, sit there and that, yeah. think you know and then and i'm just there with people and it doesn't matter who who you are you know it can be the person on the street like i'm in mexico right now there's so many just guards and stuff it doesn't it doesn't really matter so i think and this is what is just so magnetically attractive you know and but i have a question for you you said so that there was there was some of the things that i was thinking about what to ask you because some people are naturally born with it you know and you are it, it's clear that you're born with it but then there are others who are not and i i feel like for them it's it's a big struggle to that to the to get to that place you know so what are your thoughts on that like do you agree that some people are born with it and obviously others are not and then how i guess all these books are written for them because <laughs> like me and you we're kind of natural there i'm like yeah yeah whatever like, like good vibes you know happy thoughts <laughs> yeah i i think that happiness comes from and look i'm not an overly spiritual person i want to put that on record okay but what I do appreciate, I, I, I do appreciate spirituality in general. And the reason for that, and I believe this is so important for making an impression on someone, is being present. And there was a time we had an Airbnb, me and friends, we were visiting, um, we were visiting Brazil in Rio de Janeiro. And everybody's really stressed out, okay? We're there because we, we need to go and see the Christ Redeemer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to miss it, we're going to miss it. We've got a ticket, we've got this, we've got that, how are we going to get there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always one of them like, guys, everything's always going to work out, just chill out. You know, you doing this isn't going to make any difference. And that's how I live my life, right? Mm -hmm. But anyway, they, they are stressing out. So the cleaner comes in, right? They walk straight past her, no one looks at her, no one talks to her, nothing. She's nothing for them, right? I'm not saying they're bad people because they're my friends, but they're so caught up with what's happening, they forget what really matters or what really matters in that moment. Is a human being there, right? Yeah. And me naturally, I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, how, how's it going? Trying to speak some Spanish, you know? <laughs> Looking yeah. her in the eye, asking her what's going on naturally because I'm in the moment. I don't care about the Christ Redeemer right now because that's not what's in front of me. And the few times I had that interaction, she was, that's from that for me is what people have told me is charm. Because if they had seen that, they would go, oh, he's so charming. Mm. When really all I've done is being present in the moment and giving someone the time of day, you know, where these guys are out the door. They haven't said hello to her. They haven't looked at her. They haven't acknowledged her. Whereas I'm asking about her kids, 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying, look, you know, don't worry about that. I'll sort that out myself. Don't clean that. Don't worry, you know. And awesome. that, that for me, if, when it comes down to it, the, 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 you know, the basic level, that is what charm is. That's mm. what people who are charming, apparently, yeah. that externally, when, when you view these people, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They give a shit. <laughs> they give a shit. That's right. That's the secret. Give a shit and be present. Like, if you get this two part, then, then you're good. Yeah, awesome. Okay. So, Jay, we're going to break the ice here, although there is, you know, no ice to break with the segment of my show, which is called The Awkward Jar. And as I told you before, like, this is a statement that I found online. I have a very interesting for you, which I think you're going to really like. Um, so, which is, which is actually a fact from the from the economy and what it says is that uh, Jay it's an old fact and economists have noticed that skirts get shorter when the economy is better and longer when the economy is worse so uh, why does this happen Jay very simple (laughs) short skirts attract old wealthy men oh is that right okay very simple uh if if nobody's got money nobody's getting any Okay, if, if, if there's money floating around, people are getting some. I love that. If nobody's Simple. got money, people are not getting any. Wow. Of course not. If you're, a, if you're a female and there's money floating around, there's going to be a lot more wealthy men floating around naturally. And you're most likely or more likely to attract one of those if you wear a short skirt. That's right. So uh, all the women out there, if you're ready to attract, a, well, if you want to attract a wealthy man, please always wear short skirts. Darcy will be contributing to the economy. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, hey, I'm not condoning or... Yeah, that's uh, a good suggest- thing. That's all you had to do, hey, you know, so it's I'm all not good. Su- I'm not suggesting in any way, okay, <laughs> that we should objectify women here by any stretch of the imagination, uh, imagination and nor am I, am I saying that, you know, that's the only way to attract a man. All I'm saying is there's definitely, there's got to be a correlation between short the skirts end. generally and wealthy men yes and there is a correlation jay and actually i was very surprised to find out that actually this phenomenon is called the hemline index and it's a theory presented by george taylor in 1926 and what it suggests is that uh, the hemlines on women's dresses rise along with stock prices and in good economies, we get such results as mini skirts, which, which was seen in 1960s. And in poor economies, as shown by the 1929 Wall Street crash, hems can drop almost overnight. <laughs> no, it's like, what? Um, like I said, it makes perfect sense to me because, like, you know, if there's more money floating around, then you're, the way to attract that money from men mostly, I'm not saying it's just men that mm-hmm. make money. But it might be a perception, you know, for women. Yeah, I think it's very interesting because attract, you know, when there's a wealthy economy, uh, things started going. You know, there's money, there's sex, there's attraction. I'm not talking about like sex and money, but in general, I think a wealthy lifestyle portrays this kind of like um, maybe more seduction involved, maybe more freedom, so to say, to express yourself or whatever. Anyways, uh, you have a great, you you gave a great answer, so thank you for that, Jay. And now we're getting <laughs> into the last part of our interview which is I really wanted to talk to you about the charm thing and women and relationships. And yep, one, of the, one of the things that was very, very inter- interesting to me is that I know that men really work hard on, um, you know, being charming. And a lot of the men do that to attract, a lot, to attract women. And, you know, it's used in seduction and all of that stuff. But a lot of the times it's just plain fake 
or it comes up unnatural. So I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on that? And if, you know, women are listening, what are some maybe tips you can give to women to maybe identify that? Or how do we know when a man is genuine or not? So maybe just give us some thoughts on that, or charm in the relationships and maybe some tips for women. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, when it comes down to seduction, I've, I've looked and in, I've dived into that world um, <laughs> years ago. So here's the thing. If, you, if you're not good at speaking to women and you need confidence, I can understand that, right? You're having to create and engineer it. Yeah. Um, you know, that attraction and all that kind of stuff. But a very simple tip, if you want to know whether a guy is, <laughs> is genuinely that way or if he's just scripted and, you know, uh, playing a game, it's very simple. Um, you, if you want to know if a guy's genuine or not and if he's real, okay, which, which for me is the most attractive trait to yeah. people, you know, all over the world. Um, or, or by and large, then I would say, look at how they treat other people other than you. Mm-hmm. Look at how they treat the waiter. Look at how they treat, how they order their drink. Look yeah. at how they treat friends. The waiter know? test has been written about, which is very interesting. I agree with you, yeah. Are they saying please? Are they saying thank you? Are they being, you know, are there manners involved? Are they, are they saying excuse me to people in the queue? Are they, you know, the way they interact with them, like, oh, sorry, you go first, you know, things like that. If, if there's an inconsistency there, yeah. then you know there's a problem. Yeah. And, and consistency is key. It's like, um, when you look at body language, you, you can't just pick one thing, like a frown, and say, right, that's how they're feeling, mm-hmm. okay? And it's got to be a cluster. You've got to pick up a cluster of information. So you need the, the frown, the eyebrows, the face, facial muscles, how's their body, how's their shoulders, are they hunched? You know, is the back hunched? Um, is there like an arm barrier or something indicating negativity and closing off? You know, all of these together. And then are they facing you? Are they not? So that's a good example of how you can look at clusters rather than one piece of information. So just because somebody comes up to you and they've trained themselves Mm -hmm. to be able to say hello to you, um, infiltrate your group, speak to you and be, you know, in inverted commas, charming, yeah, that doesn't make them charming. So what you're saying is, let me just summarize this, and I agree with you. You know, some people are born with it, which is awesome. Although a lot of people who are born with it sometimes uh, overestimate it and actually use it for you know negative purposes or whatever. But then there are other men who are not born with it, so therefore they have to learn. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I really appreciate men who go out there and say, what do I have to do to attract women naturally? You know, not with the purpose of you know let's get laid and that's it. The whole pickup industry and stuff stuff like that but then you know it's kind of like they learn how to do that but then it's also embodied in their whole personality so the men have to work on how to make it all consistent but then the women uh you know and and i think most of the women are good at picking up inconsistencies and it's very clear when a man is like okay like you're just doing this to impress me or whatever so um, no yeah absolutely and also for me, it needs to come from an angle of being genuine and real. So if it's a man who's just trying to get laid and he's not actually a nice person, then that's what I was talking about, how to, yeah. how to pick up on that. Yeah, Because exactly. that's awesome. the way they're interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. But if it's a man who's, you know, who's scripted something, just because he doesn't know how to do it naturally, that's fine. But then observe how they are with other people. You know, if they're genuinely nice and caring, which is ultimately for me what's what you know what what matters doesn't matter how good, well they communicate or all that kind of stuff as long as they're caring and genuine if they like you and they need to be scripted and then need a helping hand with that um you know like to structure it i mean we all go for interviews right we always prepare so there's nothing wrong with that yeah, um, yeah. but they need they need to be nice what i have a problem with is a guy who comes over does the whole routine and then asks you if you want to you know then it comes to drink time and he's gone to the bar <laughs> and he's like hey you haven't served me hey what's going on yeah yeah <laughs> you know 
and then someone bumps into him and is like, hey, hey, watch yourself, you know? Or he'll be like getting the drinks and he'll be like barging past people. There's a there's a girl with, a, there's a waiter with a tray. He'll he'll go first. He'll go first. He won't, he won't say, oh yeah, after you. No, 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 none of that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, okay, I think this is a great tip for all the women listening and um, and I hope this is very helpful. It's helpful for me as well, as well, I'm learning. So, awesome, thank you so much. So I just have two last questions for you, Jay. Uh, one of which I always ask on the show. The first one is, uh, what is your biggest fear as a man? My biggest fear as a man is to live an ordinary life. That I, you know, every day, I, you know, I, I live, I need to appreciate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all cliche. Ultimately though, um, I have a fear of, of, you know, living an ordinary life and doing ordinary things. So, you know, if there's something I can reach out for and I'm stopping myself with limiting thoughts and beliefs, then that's a fear, you know? As in, I need to always be reaching out, out of my comfort zone, I'm making things happen. So my biggest fear is is to live a life less ordinary. So ultimately, you know, to not reach out for those things and not achieve those. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what keeps me up at night is that I won't achieve what I set out to achieve, you know? And uh, and every day I wake up I need to be working towards that goal. Love that. Um so that's that's what it is. Okay. And that's not just that's not just money. It's not just cars and houses and all this stuff, you know? It's about how many people have you affected positively today? How many people did you smile at? You know, how many people are you bringing good vibes into? And this is why I do have the, ta- well, I've named, I've been, you know, self-proclaimed um, <laughs> uh, sort of producer and distributor of organic energy because the way I got to that is like this because I thought, you know, every day needs to be extraordinary mm-hmm. and you, you're going to have shit days, right? You're going to have days where you just can't be bothered, you're hungover, whatever, right? It happens. Um, but even if you achieve just one thing, just smile at somebody and just give something out, you know, give something back um, in a positive way, then you're you're on, on to a winner. There's other days where, you know, you help somebody and push through and really make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing, you know, you might hire somebody or something, but here is the thing. It's like when I, you know, I, I remember a long time ago when I was, uh, I was still working uh, for a company I hated and all that, trying to break out into <laughs> entrepreneurship. People used to ask me when I used to go out, they used to say, oh, you know, so what, what do you do? And we, we get this all the time, right? Yeah. Like how many times do you go out and someone says to you, what do you do? <laughs> and ultimately that, that, that ties into who you are. That's just the way they view it. So for example, I used to be like, I used to, I used to be in sales. So I said, oh, I, I do sales. But that doesn't define me as a person. So I had a problem with that. I had a big, big problem with that. And when I observe people, oh, I'm an accountant, I'm a lawyer, you know, I'm a doctor. But it's like, but that doesn't define who you are, surely. Like, how can the buck end there, you know? It's like, there's so many more beautiful things about you as a person, but you're just defined, oh, you're just an accountant. Just a <laughs> so that's how you came up with this, uh, the distributor of organic energy. Yeah, because oh, me, be- me being a salesperson is just what I do, you know, certain times of the day at that at that time. Obviously, now it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. But um, I used to get sick of it. I used to be like, well, that's not who I am. That doesn't define me. Um, and that's not, you know, who, who J. Cruz is. J. Cruz is the producer and distributor of organic energy. And people used to say to me, at first, I used to get weird looks. You know? it was, it, it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> Because it was an act of defiance for me because I was frustrated and I was, you know, trying to break into entrepreneurship. But the interesting thing was it had a very positive effect because people naturally, you know, they were looking, you know, they might look at you and then you say that and then they're like, what? Then they're just staring at you. Yeah, it creates curiosity and uh, it's a very cool thing. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot of talk about, you know, 
like what you said is is amazing because your occupation does not define you so you had uh, you came up with a very creative way of uh, changing that so that's awesome thank you for that i think that's a great insight into you and what you're doing all that so now i have uh the last question jay which uh, you know we always end up the show with that uh <laughs> which is what was your what is or was your most embarrassing moment in your dating or sex life wow <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. So we've we finally got to this. Uh, yes, we did. And you can be as vulnerable as you want. Uh, and it's totally up to you what you share. So, but of course, we're looking for some juicy, juicy sex stories, obviously. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say juicy, right? Um, no, I remember at, at university in my first year where <laughs> I, um, I've become a lot more measured since, I can tell you. But at university, well, as you can imagine, I was a little bit, you know, promiscuous and curious and, and all those wonderful things, um, spreading that organic energy. And when I was at university, I remember I had I spent this evening, you know, I'm, I was out, I was in, in a bar and I met this, you know, there's a student bar, all the students are there, um, everybody knows each other. But there's this girl there and I was like, wow, you know, straight away, I was like a, yeah. like a wolf, I saw her, I was like, straight in like hey how you doing got talking to her having a laugh having a joke and all that kind of stuff um charming her if you like mm. in the right way mm. okay or being genuine um anyway we we had a good time and ultimately you know it, it ended up um and culminated in us with a small group of friends uh back at our place as a student accommodation anyway everything went swimmingly beautiful great night uh you know i'm sure you can imagine what happened next but we woke up the next day <laughs> and uh And then she said, oh, yeah, my, and, and I was, and we got, I found out that she had come from a different city. Okay. And she had lost her friends and she was just, you know, just trying to regroup with them. And she was like, oh, yeah, my, my brother's with them. And I was like, okay, well, if he's cool with this, then that's fine. That's all right. You know, <laughs> bring them over. Let's go for brunch. Uh -huh. So we all get together and we're gathering at the brunch table and her brother ends up being a very good friend of mine. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Accidentally, you didn't even, okay. No, no, I had no oh, idea. Okay. No Was idea. that awkward? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Was, no, 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 it was, it was pretty, it was really bad because she, <laughs> we're sitting at brunch, you know, I've got my arm around her, everything's cool, sun's shining, everything's great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, you know, it was clear what, what had gone on. It yeah, yeah, obviously, uh-huh, okay. And yeah, I, mm. wow. <laughs> It was it was pretty terrible. Let wow. me tell you, <laughs> it was hilarious though. It was funny looking back at it. Yeah. But it was yeah, it was like an atomic bomb. <laughs> I, I literally landed on my head. And then you had to sit through that branch, right? It was like oh, awkward. <laughs> it was. He didn't say anything. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's the best thing about it. Well, the best and worst thing about it, mm. but. Anna, wow, it was excruciating. Wow, okay. Was, well, uh, uh, thanks, thanks for sharing with us that story. Uh, I can, I can imagine. Well, I, I don't know how you felt, but I can only imagine. So that's, that's great. Thank you for sharing that with us. So yeah, not, uh, not as, not as juicy as you might have hoped, but hey. A little bit juicy, I'd some, say. You know, some, that's still an interesting uh, story. Yeah, you know, so, some things are better left to the imagination. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, Jay, we've come to the end of the episode and I want to thank you so much for uh, talking to me. I know you're a busy guy, so thanks so much for, you know, sharing the good vibes with the women out there and giving us <laughs> tips and all that, talking about charm and all that stuff. So if we want to find out more about you or if you want to share something, well, we're going to link to your book for sure. And um, if you want to tell us some last words or like where to find you, please go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we um, we're, we're very much focused on building our SaaS platform now. So I can't really send you anywhere other than <laughs> how, to, how to do press releases. If that that interests you, then check our website. It's presscable.com. Um, you know, if you if you're interested in that sort of thing, you can promote any website um, and get some instant exposure online. Um, okay. If that applies to anybody, but we're super focused on that. So that's that's something we're doing right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, other than that, it's been hey Anna, it's been an absolute pleasure. Like, for having <laughs> me on board, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome, thank you so much. You have a beautiful uh, day in London. Right, absolute pleasure. Take care. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and you learned a lot. And please let me know what you think about it and leave your review on iTunes for the podcast because you know you are listening to the podcast. So go to iTunes and find the Men Inside Show podcast and click five-star rating and then leave a review or leave an honest uh, constructive feedback because I love going through those as well and also just to, to let you know that I'm always looking for new ideas new men to recommend so if you have anyone anyone to recommend that you feel that it's interesting please email me at info at meninsideshow.com go to our Facebook page and uh, leave us a message also follow us on Instagram because we po- post well follow me on Instagram it's wanderova w-a-n D-E-R-O-V-A that's Wanderova and I post you know about my life and my travels and about men as well and about the podcast so go ahead and do that and also don't don't forget to subscribe at your free guide to men at meninsideshow.com forward slash guide uh, for your free guide to men video series where I teach you lessons about men and relationships and yourself as well which is very important hope you enjoyed it leave your feedback leave your review message me and follow us on facebook and let's start the conversation so we can attract uh, great men and have great relationships and as usual i'm your host anna rova and i wish you a week full of amazing men ciao